Welcome back, torture lovers. I'm so glad you're braving the wild and wonderful world of BDSM with me once more. I do so love sharing my salacious stories with you. But before I do that, let me give my shout-outs to my friends and tell you about some other podcasts that you should definitely be listening to. Of course, there's my other podcast, Bedtime Stories with Mistress Victory, a more erotic podcast with still just a twinge of BDSM running through its dirty little veins. So do check that out. Plus, you know I'm going to praise my friend, author J.P. Downing. He's got two podcasts for your listening pleasure. Do listen to 10 Minutes with J.P. And also, A Beer and a Song. I promise you, he'll never do you wrong. Also, you must bow down to the Duchess. Listen to Duchess Cashmere in the Cashmere Room for steamy stories that will light your fire. I love licking non-vanilla. These guys are so funny and just downright entertaining. You must check out Ralph Greco Jr. and the magnificent M. Christian for Licking Non-Vanilla. It's entertaining, it's hilarious, it's educational, and you'll never find two more laid-back guys in the whole world. I really enjoy that podcast. I also really love Sex with Emily. She's very informative as well as fun to listen to. And also, you know, you've got to go to the American Sex Podcast with the fabulous Sunny Megatron. So, I have given you lots of recommendations. If you are a podcast fan, you've got a lot of places that you can go, and you will not be bored ever again. You're welcome. Now, this is the story that got me kicked off of WordPress because they said it is too pornographic. So... Let me tell you about the craziest call of my professional career. I remember it was storming outside. It was the middle of the day, but the sky was dark, muddy with angry clouds raining destruction. I answered the phone to a soft male voice who whispered, Mistress Victory, will you come to the big city and turn me out? (laughs) This was the deal. He begged me to travel to his metropolis, 
dress him as a female prostitute and pimp him out on a street corner. Now, there is absolutely no way this could ever occur in my neck of the woods. I live in a little beach town in the south. Even with a wig and a mask, I would not take the risk of being recognized. Plus, this kind of spectacle would quickly be halted by local police. No tolerance for public kinkiness around here, I promise you bitches. Also, this kind of thing takes time and preparation. There's the safety factor. No matter how much Sissy Sub wants to be treated like a slut, this mistress always has his best interests in mind. There's a right way and a wrong way to go about doing things, people, and if I'm going to do anything, it's going to be done right. However, I never back away from a challenge. So, after extensive planning, vetting candidates for his johns, choosing a secure venue, etc., 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 I arranged the scenario of his lifetime. He took care of my travel arrangements, made that huge Venmo deposit, and I was on my way to Raleigh, North Carolina. Welcome, folks, to Pimpin' in the Big City. Turn this mother out. Now, before we go one step further... Let me focus your little minds on something real quick. What's the foundation of magic, guys? It's illusion. This is a role play scenario of fantasy. Life is just a fantasy, people. Can you let this fantasy last? That's an old song you may or may not get the reference to. But anyway, um, I didn't really sell him on a street corner. All of these people were picked out and chosen. There's no danger. He wasn't really sold as a prostitute, people, okay? It's a fantasy. So, let's use our suspension of disbelief for just a little while and go back to pimping in the big city. Now, we agreed to meet in the lobby of the luxury hotel he booked for my stay. Then, we would head to where the magic happens for wardrobe, hair, and makeup. He owns a large, well-appointed RV. 
He parked it at the secure site I had chosen near the busy intersection of a well-traveled street. His so-called clients were, as I said, hand-picked by me, but there was nothing scheduled about his humiliation. That was all too real and very, very public. By the end of the evening, he was dripping with shame, and believe me, I live to tell you all about it. I sauntered from my suite to find him waiting at the bottom of the winding staircase. He watched me with intense, hungry eyes. He might want a dick in his ass, but he still craved the dom in his line of sight. He soaked in my aura, the power emanating from my being as I presented my hand. He bowed slightly, bestowing a kiss on my ring, and he gushed, Mistress Victory, you have no idea how much it means to me that you're here. This is something I've been dreaming about for a long time, and it's finally happening. I am overjoyed. I looked him over from top to bottom. I can see that, I drawled, noting the tent in his trousers. He did have the grace to blush as I took his inventory. He stood around 5'10", with thinning light blonde hair and pale blue eyes. His face was pleasant, almost feminine, with full, lush lips. Oh, perfect. Even better, he had a narrow, slight frame that I could easily transform into a seductive streetwalker. Lee, the smutty little slut, dying to get laid. Taking his hand, I quipped, Let me lead the way, my friend. Let's go play. We walked to the nearby lot that I had secured and where Lee's awfully expensive vehicle would be safe. Plus, no one would bother to come a-knockin' once the ride started rockin'. He had his clothes laid out on the bed, so I inspected the garments to make sure they met with my approval. He'd chosen a tight-fitting leopard print bodycon mini-dress with fishnet stockings and heels for his man-sized feet. It would do. Hanging from a door was a zipped-up wardrobe bag I guessed held the dress I told him to buy for me. Like a kid on Christmas Day, I opened my present, and yes, there it was. 
the supple leather a vision to behold. The frock molded to my curves like it was made only for me. We dressed like a couple of silly girls, giggling as we helped with each other's makeup and other trappings that go along with revamping into voluptuous vixens. We padded that bra so well his cleavage nearly rivaled mine. He picked a sassy red wig sporting a bob, then he was a she. I went with long, silky black locks streaked with a vivid blue. We were beautiful. I said, hey babe, let's take a walk on the wild side. I attached Lee's leash and collar, grabbed his for sale sign, and we strutted on over to the street corner because the moment had arrived. I held his banner in one hand and the leash in the other. The announcement read, Slut for sale, one whole dollar. I ordered Lee to prance and pose, showing off her stuff to the passing cars. She received her share of stares and catcalls. Men whistled as they flew by or called her very degrading things. Whore, tramp, trash. Name after name, they hurled them like daggers. But my Lee, she just smiled. She popped that ass, proudly displaying her wares. Flash that butt, Lee. Show em what you're working with. I demanded she expose that bottom to every single vehicle, slowing for a better view. I said, bend over, baby. We're going to demonstrate what happens to naughty Nellies who want to get slut-shamed. Lee bent for my paddle, and I reddened that hiney right there on good old Capitol Boulevard. It was about that time that Lee's first John drove into the lot. As the guy parked, I demanded, spread those cheeks so he can take a good look at the merchandise. Lee did as told, both hands gaping that hole wide. I pushed two gloved digits deep inside, finger-banging that bum for the whole world to see. The John laughed, shouting, My turn, as he threw me that dollar. Car after car pulled into the parking lot. I'd chosen twelve strapping studs to make Lee's fantasy oh so real.
Once everyone was accounted for, I made them form a line and march to the RV entrance. Lee and I, we went in first. The men watched with bated breath as I hogtied Lee for easy access. I lubed her channel, then readied the way, pegging her for the appreciative crowd. I curtsied in response to their rapturous cheers, collected their dollars, and signaled, Next! The order of events went like this. You better drop to your knees and eat my pussy. Then thank me for my generous bounty. At this point, you may fuck Lee as hard as you can. Come on any clean space and leave with a smile on your face. Swain after Swain filled Lee's chasm, and it wasn't long before she was covered in spunk. It dripped from every corner of her body. She had been used, abused, treated like a toy for the crowd's amusement, and oh, did she love it. Once the fellas were gone and we were alone in the RV, I caressed Lee's raw, spent figure, praising her for a job so well done. I stroked her hard cock as a fitting reward, holding her close as she recovered from her last orgasm. She raved in her worship of me as she applauded my efforts at community theater. We straightened up the mess we made in the home on wheels. Then we hurried back to the opulent inn. We dined in the adjoining restaurant, and afterwards we retired to rest for the night. He was the little spoon snug in the haven of my warm embrace. When morning broke, we parted ways, but the memories will never fade. Well, what do you think? Mind-bending, right? I did tell you it would be. Do come back for more feral tales of desirable domination. And do not forget, go subscribe to my page on OnlyFans.com for blazing hot pictures and videos. Just look for at striker underline Vaughn. Call me on nightflirt.com and experience Mistress Victory firsthand. 
just do all you can to support your favorite southern sensual dominatrix so that I can keep bringing you with me into a world like no other. And treasure yourself for the freaks you are because, honey, people like you make my life worth living. Now, let's go old school, shall we? Check out MC Hammer with Turn This Mother Out. Good night, my naughty mentions. Sleep tight, bitches. Yo, you